Welcome to the show. It is I, your humble narrator, Susie, and I'm here to tell you all about this week's episode as well as things beyond. It is Halloween season, and I'm watching a scary movie or campy movie every single day in the month of October. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, today's movie is Breaking Dawn Part 1. For the rest of the week, we have Get Out, Friday the 13th, The Shining, Scooby-Doo, the one with Sarah Michelle Gellar, and A Quiet Place on Sunday. So, that's your assignment for this week. That calendar is available at Nurmer Nurmer on Instagram. And it's available on our Patreon, which I will tell you more about later. This week we're talking about, among other things, celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay, who in the past year or so I've come to love, and in the past four months or so I've gotten Alexis on board with. If you have controversial opinions about Gordon Ramsay, this is a safe space for you. If you think Gordon Ramsay is toxic, you're probably correct. And on top of that, I'd like to note that I finished Infinite Jest this week, so toxic is as toxic does. Happy Halloween month. Happy New Year. Enjoy the episode. You're listening to Jawbreakers, the show hosted by the Pittsburgh area's top trend forecasters, Alexis and Susie. Grab some candy in your headphones, pull up a seat near a super loud railroad track, and get ready for pop culture news so fake, you'll have to wonder if they're lying. Jojo, we feel old because you were born in 2003. You didn't even see... You weren't even alive when 9-11 happened. Oh, Jewel, J-U-U-L. Yeah. They are officially banning it. Wow. That's worse than, I was going to say Roe v. Wade, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Buzz Buzz Lightyear has a Punisher sticker that has a blue line. Nobody's gay. He's gay? Yeah, that's why I I asked if you wanted to watch it for Pride Month. tell you the story of how I bought these? Yeah, please. So, I personally went to a country club. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you guys have any candy? And they said, no, this is a country club. <laughs> okay. Uh, and after that, I went to Walgreens and I found this uh, Bratcher's Funfetti Candy Corn. Bratcher's? How do you say it? It's gotta be Brock's. Mm. Brock's? It's gotta be Brock, right? Mm. There's no way it's Bratches. <laughs> Am I the first person you've ever heard say Bratches? I don't think I've heard many people say it, but I really don't think it, I don't think it's Bratch. You don't like, why wouldn't it be Bratch? I feel like there'd be a TCH if it was Bratch. Yeah, but what about... Brock Turner. Yeah. That's spelled different. Yeah. Brock. I'm trying to think of words that are atch without a T, but all I can think of is latch. Which has a T. Yeah. Dratch has a T. But like the Loch Ness Monster has a CH. You mean the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah, the Loch Ness. Are there dinosaurs on that shirt of yours? No, it's um, it's all fishing stuff. Did you all know Susie loves dinosaurs? I love dinosaurs. I'm a big fan of particularly dinosaurs. Yeah. I've literally... I Up until you bought that dinosaur Squishmallow, I genuinely, if someone had asked me, does Susie believe in dinosaurs, I wouldn't have an answer. I also feel like I like dinosaurs. I feel like I've brought them up a few times, and I feel like you've never had anything to say. Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent. Like, Jurassic Park doesn't really... Do it for you? Yeah. None of them? I mean, sure, the first one's a movie. It's Jurassic, Jurassic World a movie. doesn't count. No, but, like, the regular Jurassic... I mean, yeah, it's a movie. Would you? Have you been on the Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios? I have. And you didn't feel anything? I mean, it's a ride. <laughs> you felt nothing. I chose the Squishmallow based on the color. What was the color? It's yellow, and it has blue spines. It's like a stegosaurus or something, so it has, like, the little Mm -hmm. back paddles. But it's yellow and blue, and I thought that was cute, because I have, like, butterfly stuff and, like, greens in my room. 
Uh-huh. So I thought it'd be cute to get the... And the other options were, like, rainbow... Like a fucking rainbow llama or, like, a... Like a pastel rainbow. Mm-hmm. Or, like, there was a there was a latte. Right, a right. peppermint latte. Like right, except that it had, oh, like, a, a crazy latte. Christmas bow on it. You couldn't... Uh, Christmas bow. Yeah. I didn't want a Christmas latte. If it was a regular latte and it was just, like, brown and white, I would have gotten it. Instead, I got a dinosaur Squishmallow. But if the dinosaur Squishmallow had been dinosaur colored, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. Like green? Sand colored and scaly. I wouldn't have gotten it. So now you know. Now I know. Um, did you see any squish? (laughs) (laughs) So, how did you type? How did you type it in? Do you spell it normal or did you? No, this is a YouTube video. How to pronounce bratches. Is it actually bratches? But then, okay, so there's three. I don't know if this is the best video to use. There's 2,700 views. Three comments. First one says incorrect. Second one says it's pronounced rocks. Third one says I love this video. (laughs) So. And you just left the third comment. (laughs) Um. Google says B R A colon K S, which I think means Brox. Mm-hmm. Let's watch a commercial. Yeah, Brox. Brox makes chocolate. I wouldn't eat a Brox chocolate. I didn't know they made anything besides candy corn. Oh, that candy looks so fucking good. <laughs> oh my god, I want that. But you instead, all I have is this Funfetti candy corn. Yeah, let's take a bite. Do you like candy corn? Yeah, I do. Um, I know we've probably talked about this every year since we've had the podcast. Um, do you get the autumn mix? Do you get the normal candy corn? Do you get the just the pumpkins? Um, I like the pumpkins. I'll get a just the pumpkins. Autumn mix, don't love because I don't like the brown tip candy corn. Don't know why. I love the brown tip candy corn. It's too far. It's too far out of left field for me. It's like chocolate. Right. I exactly. If I'm gonna eat chocolate, I'd rather eat chocolate, not chocolate flavored candy corn. I mean, these are crazy. They look like I, they have confetti I on them. I can't believe you would get the just the pumpkin ones. Those ones are insane. You don't like the pumpkin ones? They I like of- them in the autumn mix. I can't eat them by the, like. Wow, it feels like birthday cake. Wow, oh, yeah. This tastes almost as birthday cakey as that birthday cake flavored Danimal you got. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about. I bought Danimals, and uh, I didn't realize that half of the flavor... No, I think I knew. But I wanted the ones with Woody on them from Toy Story. I'm wondering Woody from Toy Story only had half strawberry, half birthday cake flavor, and every fucking Danimal I grabbed was birthday cake flavored. These are kind of nauseating. <sighs> yeah. I just can't stop thinking about that animal. And I'm eating a candy corn. I feel like these would look really cute in a bowl. I think they would too. I feel like we could see them at a JoJo Seawall party. Mm-hmm. Because they have, like... I expected... Like, Funfetti isn't actually confetti when it's cake. Like, it doesn't look like confetti. It looks like sprinkles. Mm-hmm. So I expected this to be, like, more sprinkle-looking. But this looks like bits of confetti are on it. Yeah. And then the gradient is, like, light pink to light yellow to white. Mm. So it's very aesthetic. Yeah, the confetti actually does look kind of cool. Yeah, like, I feel like this would be so cute in a photo. Do you like candy corn? Yeah. If you could eat it all year round, would you? No. Do you like peeps? No. Not even during Easter? Uh Uh-uh. I love peeps. I love all shapes of peeps. I like the bunny I don't really... The duck peeps are a lot for me. You base the differences on the shape and not the flavor. They're flavored. I'm pretty sure the different colors are different flavors, right? Mm. But I like when they have peeps during different times of the year. Like when they have the pump, like orange ones. Like when they have pumpkin ones, I get stoked. That's disgusting. What do you mean peeps are disgusting? Because they're gross. They're like if a marshmallow was even grosser. It's just a marshmallow. How did they make it grosser? Well, I don't really like marshmallows. Do you like s'mores? I tolerate s'mores at this point. <laughs> you've you've done you've been to a lot of camps. At Girl Scout camp, I would get just the chocolate and the cracker. That's so stupid. 
That's what I was doing. I didn't want a marshmallow. Do you like cotton candy? Yeah, I like cotton candy. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Do you like... Oh, they make cake-flavored peeps. I don't want that. If you think that's what I want. <laughs> You're wrong. Hello, Ryuk? Gingerbread-flavored peep? I also don't want that. Chocolate mousse-flavored peep? I would try that. Fruit punch-flavored peep? Mm, I'll have one, but I don't want a whole pack. Root beer float flavor peep? Mm, not, I'll have one, but I don't want the whole pack. Sour watermelon peep? I'll buy a pack of that. Blue raspberry peep? Oh, death. Cotton candy peep? Not interested. I'll have it, mm. but I don't want the whole pack. Pancake and syrup peep? Oh, mm. I feel like it's going to be so syrupy. Yeah, it sounds disgusting. Co- or it's really weird and it's very pancakey. <laughs> it's almost worse. It's like not sweet. Yeah. Just buttery. <laughs> Chocolate covered classic peep. Oh, I've had one of those. Hey, Easter Bunny, if you're reading this, we wouldn't mind a few extra. Of Who's the chocolate cover uh MSN.com said that. How do you like that cat? Why is she letting me do this? That's how she sits. Is this how she likes to be pet? Yeah. Like this? Getting a noogie, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Did you hear about the Beyond Meat guy? Vaguely. He, like, got in a car accident and then bit off the other guy's nose. Uh, why did he bite off his nose? I don't know, but that's also, like, the least vegan way of reacting I can possibly think of. Right. Like, do you think he was just deprived of meat? So he bit off some guy. Did the guy start biting him first? Like, how did he get to his nose? Because I feel like it's not the first thing that happened when you get out of your car. Yeah, let me Google Beyond Meat guy. Okay, his name's Doug Ramsey. He is the chief operating officer at Beyond Meat. Okay. He is accused of biting a man's nose during a fight following an Arkansas football game. Oh, was he drunk? He punched through the back windshield of a Subaru. Oh. <laughs> Then pulled the driver in close and started punching him, and then he bit his nose. Did he bite it off? He bit off the tip. And then what? He just went home. Then it looks. Wait, so the like other guy hit him or something, right? Like, uh, they got hit into a the car tire of his Bronco. Did he get arrested? Yeah, he got arrested uh, for battery, <laughs> third degree battery, and terroristic threatening. Looks like this. Yeah, it looks about right. It looks like a guy who would go to an Arkansas football game and then bite someone's nose off. Right, he doesn't look like the COO of Beyond Meat, though. Right, that's where I'm confused. He doesn't work, didn't they, like, fire him or something? They put him on suspension. Would you uh, put, would you suspend an employee who bit someone's nose? At work? No, it happened off the clock. They were at a football game. If it was just some, like... I guess this guy was the COO. Yeah, like, he's like the, and it's also, like, very against... Yeah. What they do, you know? Yeah. Did you hear about the Patagonia guy? He's not a billionaire anymore because he donated money. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. He's always been on the right side of things. Yeah. I'm going to fucking jinx the fuck out of him for saying that. He better be fine. (laughs) Didn't he, like, set it up so it, like, climate change or something? Yeah. He did something good with the money. He did something good with it. But also, the last time I heard from him, he was, did, I used to be really into how it's made. And his episode was in, like, 2015 or something. And he was talking about how they started out as, like, a clothing repair business. And he's, like, really annoyed by people who follow the trends of the company and, like, buy the new outfits when they already have outfits. Yeah. He's like, stop buying new clothes. Your old clothes work fine. Like, we make really good clothes. Like, they don't wear out. So don't buy new ones. (laughs) And I was like, that's so counterintuitive. Thank you, sir. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, he seems like it. Do you hear, have you seen the <laughs> Have you seen the Try Guys drama today? Uh, one of them was cheating. Yeah, I saw like a pie graph of the Try Guy. No, it was two guys shaking hands, and it was the Try Guy and Adam Levine, and then it was like making a career off of loving your wife and then cheating on her. Yeah, everyone's saying that the guy who cheated, like he made his entire personality like I love my wife. Is he the one who they did the uh, the Try Guys are like YouTube group, uh. right? Is he the one who had a re- he like pretended to be in labor, or like I think so. He like did like a a pain generator, yeah, because yeah, his wife was in labor. What a nice guy! What a nice guy. 
There are a bunch of memes. <laughs> so sad. It is sad. There's memes that were like the try guys try adultery. <laughs> and then when it like got confirmed and like that well the try guys kicked him out. They fired him. And they're like by the way, Ned's no longer a try guy. After thorough investigation, we cannot move forward with him. And then everyone's like, wow. Those boys really just kicked him out for cheating on his wife. Honestly, good. Like, they have a pretty... They're pretty clean record. They're, like, you know, yeah. clean dude. Like, they do... Oh, it's this one. Yep. Of course it's that one. Wow. Awkward. I thought it was going to be this one. You thought it was going to be him? Oh. I guess that I wasn't... not have a child. I wasn't paying attention. That guy's gay. <laughs> Are you saying gay people can't have children? Because they can. Well, his wife didn't go into labor. Also, he doesn't have a wife. He's gay. <laughs> also, I watched his whole coming out video. I cried. It's yeah. one of the only Try Guy videos I've seen. He has a coming out video. I've seen... What? I'm not like a big... I know everything I just said in the last two minutes sounds like I'm a big Try Guy head. What's I'm that not. one's name? Eugene. Okay, wait. Eugene. Coming out. He does like a dance... For every stripe of the rainbow flag. This has 20 million views. you never seen it? I'm not one of those views. He does. It's crazy. He does like a whole family thing. And then it cuts to orange. Then yellow. Then he does like a whole thing. Wow. He got the Try Guys to help him do it. Raised $150,000 for the Trevor Project on this video. Wow. Also, all of the wives have like a podcast or something. I think. Ooh. Do you think they're going to have a big listenership this week? Yeah. Yeah, maybe just, like, don't... I don't know. Or, like, yeah, if you're going to cheat or something, like, talk to your wife first so it's not, like, a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rihanna's going to play the uh, Super Bowl? Apparently it's pronounced Rihanna. I just found out, like, 30 minutes ago. I thought we used to say Rihanna, and then they said, no, it's Rihanna. Uh, as of today, it's Rihanna. I could have sworn that's what happened. Apparently Rihanna. Says who? Rihanna. I saw a clip of her saying that. Hmm. Anyways. Super Bowl. Rihanna. Hmm. Who do you think else is going to be there? Just her? No. Under her umbrella? What if it rains? Does the Super Bowl have a roof? I... Are you saying Jay-Z's going to be there? Only if it rains. Only if it rains. Yeah. Oh, and then if Jay-Z's going to be there, do you think... Has Beyonce done a Super Bowl halftime yet? Yeah. 2016. Beyonce <laughs> slay at this 50th Super Bowl with Coldplay and Bruno Mars. Oh, God. Does that mean Rihanna's going to have a new album? That's the very first headline. Does Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance mean a tour is coming? Well, isn't she the one that's like, every time people, people have been asking for a new album for like a decade and she's like, yeah, she just hasn't, yeah. Apparently, Taylor Swift said no. Why is she busy? Right, does she have plans that day? That's stupid. Nobody wants her there anyway. You're not even invited. You have a bad reputation. So an interview with Young Gravy, I can't stop thinking about. Okay. Because I think he was lying. Uh, He said that in his most recent hit, Betty, he has the line, like, something, something, blow her back out. And he had been asked to, like, be less vulgar so that his songs could play on the radio. And he said in the interview that the producers that were, like, like the old man producers at the top, when they heard the song, they didn't know that Blow Your Back Out was a sexual reference, and so they let it through. Does that sound right to you? That sounds wrong to me. I don't think they're stupid. It doesn't sound like a f non-violent act, anyway. Even if it's not... Even if they don't know it's sex, it has to be something. Mm -hmm. Hello from the editing room. I have even more to say about this than I did not say when we were originally recording. First of all, when Post Malone said something like, push down on her spine, blow her back out, and a shotgun sound rang out in the song, in that Sweetie song, Tap In, when he's featured, that is disgusting. That is my least favorite Post Malone lyric of all time. What? You know what you're saying when you're pairing it with a sh fucking gun shell emptying like what are you doing it's clearly a violent thing to do to someone to blow out their back 
blowing out your back is not safe. It kind of reminds me of when Smash, as a term for sex, started getting popular. I was really grossed out. Eventually, I got used to it. I wish I didn't, though, because that's also disgusting. Because why are you destroying the other person? And why is it always the woman getting destroyed in these scenarios? A real-life, though strange, example of why language matters in cases like this is there's an adult performer slash Twitch streamer called Adriana Chechik who was at TwitchCon this last week, and she did, like, some sort of, like, fun little game where you, like, stand on pegs and, like, push each other over with, like, some big stick, and there was a foam pit beneath. She fell during that game she actually won i think and then jumped into the foam pit which turned out to not be that deep and she broke her back and the res- the replies on twitter are all they're all some variation of a joke about her blowing her back out like oh well um you know it didn't matter when she had 16 guys blah 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 because she's a very well known really prolific adult entertainer uh, and everyone's making the blower back out joke about Adriana Chechik, who literally broke her spine in two places at this Twitch thing. And there was no, like, there was very few replies that were like, oh, I feel bad. I'm glad we're not joking about this because everyone was just making the joke. And people felt like because she was an adult performer who quote unquote had her back blown out every day as her job that it was like, oh, well, this is no different. And I feel like a lot of people will will not speculate on how much these people influence the world around them. But, you know, there's a lot of people who are dismissing her actual spinal injury because of her being a slut, basically. So let's not. I just, you know, it's like, oh, well, people aren't actually going to confuse violence or injury with sexual acts well they do when they're joking on twitter and you know i don't know how much twitter impacts the regular world but i was just when i saw that i was like okay yeah this is why i have problems with this phrase you can't a spinal injury is a serious serious injury everyone knows that why are you joking about doing it to people as sex what the fuck and i was thinking about it because when Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion did WAP at the Super Bowl. They they muted things like park the Big Mac truck in my little garage. They like bleeped that for the not did I say Super Bowl? What yeah. did I mean? The, the Grammys. Hmm. Like I'm pretty sure like they have these an, people they aren't know what's stupid. Going on, right. Like maybe they thought, yeah, young gravy can get away with this. But that's a different thing than not knowing what it means. Right. Like, they might have given him a pass and been like, oh, at least he didn't say fuck. Hmm. Right? Do you think he's lying? I don't know. I just don't I believe like him. they should know. Like, it's pretty... Plus, they have Google. Like... Right. If they were actually fact-checking his song... Maybe they were just, song... like, sick of the shit and they're like, whatever, it's fine. He's right, I feel like it was more likely that. Yeah. But he was like, haha, I got through because they didn't notice that this was a vulgar thing. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think it's true. I'm calling bullshit on Young Gravy right now. You're full well. of shit. I'll see your lyrics sound like they were written by a toddler. Are you going to say that to his face? I would say that to his face. Do you like Young Gravy? I do, but I feel like he get he doesn't get criticism that other people doing exactly what he's doing do. Mm. I like just who? want it to be fair. Like who? Like, how on TikTok, everybody is, like, making fun of that genre of TikTok music that's, like, just naming off nursery rhymes, and Young Gravy's out here, like, alakadoodle-doo, suck my dick, you know? Right. I I think he's full of shit. I just want us to all see (laughs) that. All agree, and, like... Yeah, and that you don't hate him because he's tall and skinny and white. I don't know why people don't hate him. I think they should. I feel like if they were being honest, they would. Right. Or they could, or alternatively, they could stop hating everyone the else. Other ones, yeah. Those are your options. But people have a young gravy double standard. I'm here to end it. If young gravy was five foot six, how would you react? I don't think he would make it. No, he would. I don't people think, he, would think he was hot. But this was the same interview that he was talking about how he loves milfs because he had a very enlightening sexual experience as a high schooler. 
And I was like, excuse me, sir, what happened when you were a high schooler? And then everyone in the room is like, yeah, yeah, bro, love that. So anyways, that too. A double standard even against him. Didn't so. he also, like, have to pay someone off for his name? And he also had a big, he had a big fiasco because he went to some award show with Addison Ray's mom. Yeah. After holding a TikTok contest to see which of his followers' moms he should date. And then Addison Ray conveniently won the and then contest. Addison Ray's dad was like, let's, let's fight. fight. Yeah, so it's all stupid. It's a bunch of stupid garbage. Right. But anyways, I was just driving earlier. I saw a Mack truck and I thought of Cardi B. And then I thought, huh. A was Mack young... truck? Yeah. Because park the right, big right, Mack right. truck in my little garage. Right. And then I thought... Young Gravy's a liar. He's a phony. Right. Because if they can... If they're going to bleep... Because I thought they were kind of pushing it when they bleeped that. Yeah, that, that truck was, line. Yeah. Like, we know what it means, but it's about... It's a it's a, it's a line it's about a truck. a truck. Yeah. Like, let's get real here. And blow her back out sounds so vulgar. It's so vulgar. If you've ever said that to someone, you need to unfollow this show. <laughs> yeah, what else? Oh, do you want to talk about Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, we can talk about Gordon Ramsay. Pull up his wiki feet. <laughs> Ew, do you think he's on wiki feet? I don't know. Uh, you know what I do know, though? What? Is that he wears nothing underneath that chef's coat. That is insane. I will never get over that. In Kitchen Nightmares, he just, like, he'll be shirtless, and then he'll just throw a coat on. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, no one does that. No one does. Everyone wears something under there. Who the fuck is Tana Ramsey? Is on WikiFeet. Ew. But he's not. That's so rude. His daughter was born in 74. Is that right? No, that must be his birth. When the fuck? There's no way his daughter's born in 74. Maybe that's like his his wife? wife. Wait, you don't think it's his wife? The picture looked weird. That's why I said daughter. It's probably his wife. Also, why would I know his wife's name? I would never Google her. She has nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, we're we're rivals. She's with my man. Tana Ramsey's his wife. So his birthday is November 8th, 66. 16 Michelin stars. Total. Currently has seven. How do you get a Michelin star? Wait, 16 total, only seven right now? Yeah. Did he have shops that closed? How do you lose a Michelin star? I don't know. Like you I misplace thought it, was like a, it. Like a Grammy. Right, like you always have it even if you accidentally throw it out. <laughs> this episode and every episode is brought to you by listeners like you. This week I am highlighting a comment from Samantha, who already listened to the episode. You get episodes early on the Patreon. And she says, you can lose a Michelin star by getting judged, and if you lose on these factors, quality of ingredients, skill and preparation, and the combination of flavors, level of creativity, value for money, consistency of culinary standards. Um, She apparently learned this from obtaining a degree in hospitality and management. Uh, So it's... According to her, apparently pretty secretive, but that's how you lose a Michelin star. If you want to hear episodes early, if you want weekly wallpapers for the for your cell phone um if you want other little digital downloads when they come up and updates on the show as they happen then please become a patron it's patreon.com slash and you can i mean like i just said those are those are the main perks um so yeah if you want a more direct line of communication if you want to support us financially this show would not be possible without our patrons and we appreciate them so much so thank you for that uh sam and here's here's the rest of the episode He's from Scotland. He's Scottish. His television shows are... Are you ready? Yes. Boiling Point, Kitchen Nightmares, Gordon Behind Bars, Gordon Ramsay's Bank Balance, Gordon Ramsay Cook Along Live, Gordon Ramsay's Home Cooking, Gordon Ramsay's Ultimate Cookery Course, Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back, Gordon Ramsay Uncharted, Gordon's Great Escape, Hell's Kitchen UK, Hell's Kitchen US, Hotel Hell, MasterChef US, MasterChef Junior, Next Level Chef, Ramsay's Best Kitchen, Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, The F Word UK, The F Word US. Um, What was the one behind bars? Gordon Behind Bars is a British television series in which Gordon Ramsay teaches inmates of Brixton Prison how to cook. It was broadcast in four episodes. Wow. I want to watch that. Bad Boys Bakery. They made a business. Aw. They sold a lemon treacle tart. 
Aww. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh my god, the contestant, there's like a contestants tab. It has their fucking conviction on it. Oh has gosh. their name and the very first thing is what they did. Commercial burglary, robbery, burglary, possession of a firearm without a license. Wow. This guy just had actual bodily harm. Safety issues. During the filming of the program, there were incidents where a fight would break out. Ramsey has stated, I was standing close by one bloke with another opposite me, and then this guy lunged over and went to headbutt him. I had to sort it out. Ramsey's wife was also concerned about his safety and instructed him to take self-defense classes. (laughs) He pitched an idea of an American version to Fox Broadcasting, and they said no because they already had too much Gordon Ramsay on the air. Oh my gosh. Which... Is they fair. Do have a that was a long list. That's a lot of shows. Is dude. Boiling Point? There was an MTV like prank show called Boiling Point. It was this first mass exposure of Gordon Ramsay to television audiences, revealing his highly driven, impatient, and hot-tempered personality, which has become his trademark. I don't think it's a prank show. No, it's just about setting up a restaurant. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. In the late nineties. Ramsey's television appearances are defined by his bluntness, fiery temper, strict demeanor, and frequent use of profanity. <laughs> How does this man have time to cuss on television and also cook and also have a family? Does he... on so many shows, first of all. Like, how does he have time to make that many shows? They does overlap. Does he cook at home? And he makes TikToks? Someone's lying. He must be working out. Because every season of Hell's Kitchen, they provide him with an opportunity to show his athletic prowess for some reason. They'll be like, now you're all going paintballing. And then Gordon Ramsay, like, runs faster, is stronger. Yep. Why? We don't know. Yep. He's, like, done a few marathons. Yeah. He uh, rides a motorcycle, too. Which you have to be strong to do. And you have to know how to do it. You have to learn at some point. Right. When did he have time for that? However... He's not aging very gracefully, so maybe he doesn't sleep. <laughs> That's actually a good point. There was one uh, kitchen nightmares where it was like in upstate New York, and he was like, I'm going down to the city to clear my mind and think. And then he like went to the city for the night, and then came back what? the next day with someone, with like some lady chef. It was a Mexican restaurant, and she was from Mexico, but he found her in New York City. So they were old pals. Hmm. And then five children, like, presumably his wife just raises the children, or like a nanny, if she's busy. Right? Like, there's no way he's, like, going to soccer games and shit on top of all that. Right. Because also, he's moving around for some of these shows. Right. They don't all take place in in LA or something. I imagine. They gotta live in Cali, right? The man loves America. Yeah. He loves America more than most Americans love America. He's always like, and now we uh, we brought in 40 Afghanistan vets <laughs> to try your hot dogs. Go America. I love America. Don't let them down. If you let, let them down, you literally hate your country. Get out. Oh, wow. He has a book. Is it a cooking book? Does he have a tell-all? He has like a memoir, I guess. <gasps> I didn't know he had a memoir. Does he? In his autobiography, he revealed that his father abused and neglected his children and that he was a hard-drinking womanizer. He wanted to be a footballer. Aww. Gordon Ramsay, probably an asshole, IRL. Like, in an actual bad way, sometimes. Thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I don't expect him to be, like, the nicest person ever. We always see him being nice. Sometimes. I know that sounds counterintuitive if you haven't seen his shows. Right. But they show Sometimes him being he's sweet. So nice. It's yeah. Give me my darling. Right. Like, none of these shows would work if they didn't show. Like, even in Hell's Kitchen, it's the person that he's been yelling at for like eight straight episodes. He'll pull them aside and be like, You can do this. Yeah. I know you can do this. You need to learn that you can do this. You can do this. You're going back in there. You're going to finish this out. Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't hit as hard if he wasn't so mean to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, and, like, in Kitchen Nightmares, he'll, like, go scream at the owner and be like, what the fuck are you doing here? And then, like, the waitress will be, like, all stressed out, and he'll go up to her and be like, what do you need? I'm sorry, what do you need? You know? I really go up to, He'll go up to all the line cooks and, like, why is this not working? Why can't you guys, like, get through a rush? And they're like, because this oven's broken. And because 
this person doesn't talk. They're like, okay. <laughs> let's all make something together and let's all talk. And then it's so cute. And I haven't seen Master Chef Jr., but the clips I've seen of it seem really cute. I'm sure he's super nice to the Master Chef kids, right? Yeah, I guess the thing the thing about that show is the clips I've seen are like those kids look so annoying. Yeah, I feel like the kids who get on that are Right. They just they come out and they're like I've been practicing my creme brulee since I was five. And you're like, okay. Cool. Never had a creme brulee. That's fucking weird. You're weird. I want to bully the kids on that show. <laughs> and th- that's why I don't watch it. So I'm not inclined to bully them. Right. They don't deserve that. So if you see, right, right. If you see one, you don't accidentally just Say. like. Come yeah, in. Your souffle was hideous. I don't give a fuck if you're 10. You know? That's what I would say to them if I knew that. Do you watch Master Chef Senior? I've seen some Master Master Chef Senior. I watched the season where the blind lady won. What's her, good? Her name's Christine. Yeah, it was dope. And then later, I watched an interview with Gordon Ramsay, and they were like, "Have you met any good people on our shows?" And he brought up Christine, and I was like, "I knew that season was a baller." <laughs> they like don't even provide her with help. Like they really fuck her over the whole show, and they just assume that she's gonna get knocked off yeah. at some point but no she's a genius does she have her own restaurant now what happened what do you get on master chef you get a cookbook <laughs> you get a cookbook not like a souvenir <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you want a gorgeous <laughs> autographed cookbook no like you, you get to write a cookbook huh i wonder if they give the master chef junior kids a hat because <laughs> in hell's kitchen you get your own kitchen also because like what is a kid gonna do with money or something you know right What's a kid going to do with a cookbook? Right. Any child between ages 8 and 13 can apply to become a contestant on the series by going online or going to an open casting call. Once the competition is reduced to either the final two or three competitors, the finalists will compete against each other in a three-course cook-off. All courses of the meal are judged and overall winner is crowned. The winner of each season wins $100,000, the MasterChef Junior Trophy, and the title of MasterChef Junior. Where does that money go? Where does the money go? That's going straight to their parents, right? Right. Their parents are selling them. The first, like, multiple seasons... Now, I could fact check this, but I don't feel like it. Okay. The first, like, multiple seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm pretty sure the prize money was, like, $10,000. And I remember the first time I watched an episode of Inked and found out that Inked was, like, $100,000. It's like, why the fuck... They gave RuPaul such a small-ass budget for that show at first. I think now it's up to $100,000. Right, but in the beginning it was... Wow, that's crazy. In the beginning it was like, you can have like a slightly used tube of lipstick and a a wig that we found outside. That was like the prize for that show. How long was it before it got like big? Season 6, season 7 is when it started getting like serious money. Yeah. The first few seasons, RuPaul still shamelessly allows any advertiser on that show. <laughs> but the early seasons, they were like, they were taking some weird advertisers and like doing full challenges. It'd be like, this is brought to you by Tyson Meat or some <laughs> shit. And then they'd do like a weird challenge. And it felt like every single thing was like sponsored by somebody. Right. So they just didn't have any money. I want to watch that behind bars one. Yeah, I'm curious what Gordon says or does. Yeah. I'd like to see him. Also, was it, like, people who wanted to be, like... Did he punishment? Right, like, who did (laughs) they... Who got to randomly be on TV? How much Kitchen Nightmares have you watched? I'm, like, somewhere in the second season. Mm. They're, like, 20 episode seasons. Gordon's busy. I don't understand how he does it. That means he went to 20 different restaurants. Mm-hmm. They've all closed. Most of them closed before the episode even aired. That's crazy. What is the point if he's not saving the restaurants? Like, extreme Well, like, most of them are just, like... Like, like the, the last one I watched, the reason that they had closed is because the people didn't pay their taxes. Gordon can't make them do that. That's true. There's, like, one I think about where it was, like, a pizza shop and... Yeah, the ridiculous menu. And Gordon rewrote it and, like, did all these changes. And then as soon as Gordon left, 
apparently the guy just went back to his old menu and it just closed down a few months later. What inspires someone to run a restaurant where, like, the food isn't good? Like, literally, what is the point? I don't understand. It's not like... Because if you can't serve good food, people don't want to go there, and then it's a terrible business investment. So why are right. you doing it? Is it? I guess there's that one guy that I watched with you who was, like, a front for the mob or something, right? <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that guy, too. <laughs> he called himself, like, Sammy Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, most of them end up closing just because they, like, literally are so in debt. And one of them that closed said that he was pissed. He's like, Gordon owes me money. This is the one restaurant I've seen so far where Gordon goes and he's like, wow, this is actually a very clean kitchen. This is, like, immaculate. It's so nice in here. And then he finds a bunch of, like, health coach shit, like, raw chicken, like, right on top of cooked chicken and shit like that. <laughs> like, literally in the same pan. Oh, my God. <laughs> But, um, that guy afterwards said that Gordon owed him money because he was like, I thought he was going to come in and buy us new equipment. Because sometimes, like, people won't have, like, any working grills or something. Yeah. And he'll buy them new grills. But it's only if they need it. And he was like, I thought he was going to buy us new equipment and all this stuff. Then you should have broken a grill or hidden a grill. I think he, like... Got arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was looking up some of the Hell's Kitchen contestants... And MasterChef contestants. And quite a number of them are deceased. Yeah, there's a couple of Kitchen Nightmare ones that are too. There was this one Kitchen Nightmare one that is deceased. When I looked him up, for some reason, the first like three results about how were about how he had started sleeping with one of the hosts. And then Host at the restaurant? Yeah. And then... I had to keep scrolling, so I'm, like, reading this tea, and then I keep scrolling, and then I find out that he's dead, and I'm like, why wouldn't they put that first? Like, why is this coming up? It's also back in, like, 2008, which... Yeah, which is, like, a good amount of time. Some people are gonna die in that time. Yeah. I guess and restaurants would close at some point, too. I feel like every town or city has, like, a building that the restaurant changes out every... Every year, yeah. Yeah. So he probably goes to quite a few of those. Yeah, and a lot of times, like, the people just suck. And, like, they can, like, come in, Gordon can fix it for, like, a few weeks. But they can't continue it because they're bad at their jobs. And they shouldn't be running a restaurant. Yeah. There was this one restaurant where, like, this guy, (laughs) he had had a restaurant called, like, Fiesta Gabriel. (laughs) And then that restaurant closed down. And he opened up a new restaurant called Fiesta Sunrise. And when <laughs> when Gordon was eating, he was picking at the menu and he's like, there's a sticker on this. Do you think Gordon Ramsay is attractive? Yes, I think he's so hot. <laughs> you? I wish I didn't. <laughs> You've been talking about him for months and I've never really cared. And then just one day... I understand why people don't. Yeah. Especially, I, like, if you just saw, like, a pick. I also, I think if you've never worked in a restaurant, if you watch that show, even if you, like, sat there and watched that show, I don't think you'd think he's hot. Right. But, like, in a restaurant where you need someone... You need Gordon. You Yeah, you need somebody in every restaurant to be in control of the mm-hmm. restaurant and get people on track when they're right. not on track. To just throw that coat on, no matter what they got under. Nothing under. <laughs> Nothing under. He goes a little hard. Sometimes. He says some pretty bad things. But he's so nice. He's also pretty nice. But on Hell's Kitchen, he does go pretty hard. I think later on, he's a little bit less um, prejudicially biased. Mm, yeah. But earlier on, he's like, if you're a woman, you're a bitch. If you're fat, <laughs> you're a pig. Right. They don't show him saying the N-word, but... No one would be surprised. It wouldn't, yeah. He's probably said and done some really bad things. Yeah, I would think so. And something about that, I think, just, uh... Just what? Some... People like a bad boy. Yeah, he is a bad boy. He drives a motorcycle. He just walks up with his leather jacket. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than motorcycle. He walks into a restaurant with a leather jacket and just, like, fucking... And then he's like, yeah, I'm the chef. Sign. 
Yeah. Your place is disgusting. This is the worst clam chowder I've ever had in my life. And he's, like, authorized to say that. You're right. He's very experienced. Right. I like people that are always like, I'm going to stand up to him if he calls my food bad. And then he's like, your clam chowder sucks. And they're like... <laughs> yeah, they get so sad. <laughs> like, but I, I like, worked on it. That's my clam chowder. And then he finds <laughs> it in the freezer. It's been there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but we make it fresh. What do you think? People carry over soup for a day. It's been ten days. If you say Friday one more time. At least in Kitchen Nightmares, it's usually, like, a different boss who's, like, the asshole of the kitchen. And then yeah. he gets to, like, spit in that guy's face. And that guy usually deserves it. Yeah. And, like, usually the... I always love that, like, the other employees, like, the line cooks and, like, the waiters and stuff are always like, yes, finally. Like, I can't imagine... Like, your worst GM at your, your at a restaurant. worst boss. Yeah. And Gordon Ramsay just being like, no, you're actually shit at this. Yeah. You can't do anything right. Right. There was one, like, waiter that came up, and he was, like, talking to Gordon, and, like, they were having, like, a nice little, like, little chat, you mm. know, like, they were joking around with each other. Like, Gordon loves chatting with the staff and, like, seeing how they interact with customers, like, seeing, you know. Yeah. Because that's a part of a restaurant. And the owner kept coming by and be like, hey, hey, did you get him, did you get him his drink? Did you get him this? Gordon's like, do Fuck you always off. interrupt you like that? Like, we were talking. And they're like, yeah. Why? You were doing your job. But I can't even imagine how validating that feels. Yeah, when you're like, ah, oh, my manager always XYZ, and then Gordon Ramsay comes in and is like, Why is he always piss doing off. That? Yeah, like, chill. Yeah. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Any other thoughts on anything? Do you think Gordon Ramsay would bite someone's nose off if they hit his Ferrari? He owns, like, 14 Ferraris. Yeah, he's a big car head. Yeah. Honestly, I don't care about cars. Cars don't mean anything to me. It, he... What I like about it is it's like a rap god kind of fucking move. Yeah. Like, that's not a, that's not a chef move. Right. That's like a... Like, right. 21 Savage right. would be like, I have a 12-car garage. Right. And Gordon Ramsay just casually owns 14 Ferraris. Right. But you would what you were going to say? You're not a car person, but you would what? I would learn how to fix a Ferrari for him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to learn how to fix him? Yeah, yeah, in case he needs help. In case there's, he's... Okay, so what, okay, picture this. You're driving through Scotland, and there's a Ferrari on the side of the road. He has his hazards on. He has one of those little, like... He has a flare on the top of his car. Because he can't figure out how to uh, reset um, the clock. The clock <laughs> on the dashboard. On the dashboard, daylight savings, and they don't have that in Scotland. But he's really wor- he wants to know what time it is in LA. He has yeah. He has his clock on LA time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's freaking out. He doesn't know what to do. So then I pull over and I'm like, Oh, I know how to do this. I've memorized every Ferrari manual. <laughs> so are you just going to be cruising the streets of Scotland until Gordon Ramsay is, one, in Scotland with a Ferrari? Because presumably his cars are mostly... In LA. Okay, fuck, Mary kill. Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares, and the Super Bowl halftime show. Any Super Bowl halftime? Or, like, the, the whole concept? The concept? I think I'm gonna fuck Kel's Kitchen, mm-hmm. marry Kitchen Nightmares, and kill the Super Bowl halftime show. Why would you marry Kitchen Nightmares? I love that show. Isn't that just like a divorce waiting to happen? Me and the Kitchen Nightmares? Yeah. Kitchen Nightmares don't last. Is that what you want? You want to be divorced? <laughs> but it's so fun. There's always gonna but like there's always gonna be a failing kitchen. Okay, as long that's as, one way to as think As long about as it. there are bad managers out there, and bad owners out there. Which there are. Which there always will be. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen would just be a fun fuck. Yeah. You know, there's like so many places where there could be Super Bowl halftime shows. What do you mean by places? A baseball game, a basketball game, a soccer game. The Super Bowl halftime the show? The Olympics? Is only a football thing. Yeah, but they could just move it to one of those. 
They could just do the same thing, but like for a different sport. I'm not following your logic. What are you but okay. confused about? A monster truck You're, rally? I thought you were saying games? you were killing it because it could be in a lot of places. I'm killing it because then, like, they could just do it somewhere else. I'm killing the Super Bowl one specifically for football. But they can just, like, do the same thing for a different sport. They could. Yeah. For the big b-ball game. (laughs) Yeah, March Madness. The the b-ball bash. The March Madness. They'll do it for that. The the last day of March. Everyone knows that. Yep. Or they could do it for the, uh, what's the national, what's the baseball game? I don't remember. I remember. What, I remember one year it was like the Red Sox and the Chicago something, the Chicago Red Bulls. What are they called? The Chicago Nets. The Cubs. Yeah. The Cubs one. I remember. Um. This kid at my job quit his job because he he wanted to just be in Chicago when it happened. Good for him. He didn't go to the game or anything. Good but like him. that was a bi- that seemed important. Why don't they do the? That was important. That was 2016. I remember when that happened. Why was that such a big deal? Don't they do it every year? Uh, but the Cubs hadn't won in like a hundred years or something. Mm. Was it the Red Sox? I don't I remember. Uh, but yeah, we can just do it for that game instead of the football. Football, they can do it for the baseball game. That's that important. I see. I see. I, I totally forgot what we were talking about. To be honest. Yeah, so <laughs> you just got into baseball. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm gonna fuck Hell's Kitchen, marry the halftime show, kill Kitchen Nightmares because they're dirty. You're gonna marry the halftime show? Yeah, it's like big and showy. You're gonna marry it? Yeah, it's like big and showy. Wow, that's the kind of wedding you want. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this Vienna kind of really is comfortable. so curled in. She looks like a little fortune cookie. From my end, she just looks like a blob. <laughs> I can hardly make out her features. I don't know why she's sitting like this. She's all the way in. She looks like she's inside a pouch that's part of her body. <laughs> like, uh, she looks like a, a pillow pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cute, Vienna. How you doing, waiter? Anyways, um, we love Gordon Ramsay. Love Ram. Mm-hmm.